everybody. Welcome to 90 Day Fiance Cray Cray. I'm Kim and uh, Kyle, I did my exercise this morning. Did a lot of sweeping with a broom because vacuums oh, are for lazy people. Excellent. I went out and made all the money and stuff. Oh, great. And, and yeah, so where's my chai? Yeah, coming right up. Don't worry. Okay. Yeah, get out of here. <clears throat> uh, I'm Kyle, and uh, my stomach is currently broken from cowgirl. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, what a. Jenny and Summit had really funny segments this week. Usman's family was maybe one of the best scenes we've seen all season. I th- yeah, They're I think. A lot uh, of filler, though. Uh, Usman's mom, MVP, clearly. <laughs> yeah. But. And in the Jenny and Summit scene at the appliance store was kind of funny, but it drug it drug on for way too long. That was just time filler, just arguing. Now, when they started to talk about the division of responsibilities in the house, such in as house. You know, and, and also the very important and, you know, just really laying out the fact that they do need a housewife, you know, that was that was entertaining, but uh, yeah, especially because we've there. been we've been through this. Like Samit's parents, he's still this. I feel like this is a little repetitive now. We've gotten through Kama Sutra yoga, which again, not a thing. Uh, it's just Kama Sutra. No, no <laughs> yoga. I don't. I don't think that's a thing anywhere that I know of. Um, I, you know, we've we've gotten through the marriage, and there's no kid storyline here, like one egg storyline. So. It's like he's bringing it back to I'm going to win back my parents and they're going to ask him to divorce her. I mean, of course, that's, yeah. that's the only way that they're going to ever. Oh. He is still talking about, well, Jenny cleans the house. Well, <laughs> they'll 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 accept her. The best revelation, though. Oh, my God, I forgot. The best part is when Jenny's like, well, how did your mom do it all? Oh, she had a maid. <laughs> oh my god i cackled so loudly like yeah well you get a maid like once a month or something to deep clean before or just just to clean before your mom comes i mean they they have they have no income at all i know but it's it but it is funny that i'm sure at some point his mom cleaned the house but Jenny is just never going to be that traditional Indian housewife. It's so it. I, I don't, we don't even have to say it. Um, you know, uh, it's her absurd. job. Yeah, her job is to sit on cement and break his stomach. She sit on me on my stomach and broke my stomach. <laughs> then he kind of low key tells her she weighs too much. Oh my god. Okay, I I did do some research and I can confirm beyond a reasonable doubt in case you were wondering. Naval separation is not a thing that happens. Well, it is, but it's not. So, it no, is it's like not alternative a medicine like It's a bullshit. It's absolute bullshit. Hocus pocus crap. It's not a thing that happens. It's literally something that, and it's actually only a re it's, it's interestingly from what I can tell, it's something that's only diagnosed in like certain regions of Northern India. It's like a kind of catch all for a stomach problem. They'll call it a naval displacement or separation, which is kind of interesting. But so, so if you, if you feel like, how have I never heard of this? You're not crazy. It's not real. He literally just pulled a fucking muscle in like one of his core muscles in his abdomen. That's all it yeah. happened. Yeah. 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 Um, but I, it is, if you Google it, there are some really great remedies out there for it. Like mustard oh my seed God. oil. Yeah. Mustard seed oil. Eating she fennel seeds. on me on my stomach and broke my stomach. I, Maybe. I would eat some fennel seeds just because they're tasty, but it, it, I don't it sounds understand like, how that fixes yeah. a pulled muscle, you know? You need fennel seeds and Pepto-Bismol for your horrific diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea? Yeah. Oh, man. I 
the Jenny and I mean, they did like save the episode though. Kimberly and Usman and because all the others, I'm trying to look like Yara and Jovi. Bilal and Shida, terrible. (laughs) This is episode nine in a row of the same exact thing. You could boil down their entire storyline to a 15 minute segment and yeah. just move on. Yeah. I know. And then Livy and Andre, we kind of got some inside information that this is a little made up and uh not a real I guess um this interview is not nearly as big of a deal as they're making it out to be. Is the opinion of of people that know more than we do. <laughs> so and yeah, uh I think there's a significant chance that this entire argument that they have in the car is completely 100% fake. 100% uh, fake. Yeah. It I, I just, of... I have, sorry, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I have such a hard time believing. Uh, maybe this is true. I'm sure people will correct us. I have such a hard time believing that someone with a kid who's like almost fucking three and has been with someone for 10 years, they're going to throw a gotcha question at an interview like this. And if you don't answer instantaneously with the exact year that you met, oh, throw it into a tizzy. I just don't buy it. And no, I don't either. We know, we know that there's so... We've, we've caught Andre and Libby and family Libby in so much fakery over the years. Uh, and combined with that post about the reality, usually, of these interviews... It just makes me feel like it's total crap. And like, I guess either way, look, either way, you get a reminder of why a lot of people hate Andre. <laughs> it's it's yeah. a good reminder that, you know, he's been right a lot lately, but deep down, he's a piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. And he I, if there is one person, people are always saying they're acting and I. This cast, there's no one in this cast that can act. Well, Libby is literally an actress. Yeah, Libby is literally an actress. So, yeah. Um, She's the only person that in the cast that I would say she can actually maybe do some terrible acting, which is what this looked like. So, yeah. Yep. Yep. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We are the real Brady Bros. Brady Brothers from the TV show Brady Bunch. I'm Barry Williams. And I'm Christopher Knight. I played Greg and uh, who are you again? I played Peter. We've decided that we're going to do a podcast around episodes of the Brady Bunch. We're going to use it as a prism to look back to our experience doing the show and why the Brady Bunch is still popular. Have a sunshine day. We are the real Brady Brady Bros. Let's hop into the episode. Do you want to start with Kimberly and Usman? I do. I do. Which do you part? think that? <laughs> <I'm> just kidding. <laughs> do you think that? <laughs> do you think that this was really Kimbali's idea to go to the market to buy an animal? Absolutely just, not. This was production's idea because the water buffalo was such a hit and the goat market was a hit. They haven't had an opportunity in a while to purchase livestock for a parent. So, yeah, they're going to they're going to take that opportunity, Kyle. I wonder what it is, but this felt this fell a lot flatter to me than even BG, even BGL with the goat. There was there wasn't really anything funny about this scene. Um, I guess Usman like negotiating with the guy was kind of amusing because he was he like really he's like drives a hard bargain, which is kind of funny to watch. That was but, great. Yeah. And, and yeah, and there's definitely some missing math going on, but just like deciding that it would be a good idea to show your global audience just a cow pissing 
for a couple seconds. Right? It's very <laughs> it was very like emblematic of HEA, wasn't it? Yeah. I just look at this one, it's peeing. And then we get a close-up of like the pee. I'm like, why? Great. Thanks. What is this? Awesome. What is happening? Kimberly wants to pet all of the cows. Like, dude, we have cows in America. What are you? Diarrhea. Yeah. I I don't understand the the big deal about the cows and that she was trying to pet them. Um, like you're purchasing this as livestock for them to probably eat eventually. Although she gives them a bull. Isn't that the tough meat? She gave them a bull? I didn't I notice that. So. <laughs> or not, is it a steer if it's castrated? I guess it's called a steer. I, I thought so. She called it he. I, I'm not oh. sure. <laughs> I've I huh. Because a a bull is not gonna have nearly the utility as a dairy cow. I was confused. Maybe she just wasn't paying attention to the pronouns and every cow is a I don't think, yeah, I don't think she knows what the fuck she's talking about because probably not, yeah. You don't buy a bull for someone unless you're gonna send it out to go fuck other cows. Yes, true. Yeah. What what did you think about the price? Well, I found two things interesting in the scene. The first was that the two men that were selling the cows said that, you know, they were like really fascinated that this foreign woman was here to, you know, purchase a cow from them. And they said, like, we've never really seen a white woman before. Do you think the production put them up to that? Or was that like a real reaction from them? Oh, I wouldn't be surprised at all if they had never seen a white person at the market, which is they didn't yeah. say they've never seen a white person. They said at the market. And yeah, for him to be amazed by this, look, the guy doesn't watch American reality TV. This shit is bananas to him. Yes, I know. With us men. Oh, yeah. yeah. 20 years older white woman and this guy buying the cow for a present for his mom. Um, and not, not just that, but Kimbali is the one buying the cow. Yeah. That's another thing that's pre- how how often does a woman even come to buy the cow generally, much less a mm. white woman. True. So it's just just bizarre world to this guy and it's it's funny that he's he just it, it, it seems like this is amazing but also funny to him. He's not like offended by it or anything. No. He just thinks it's hilarious. Yeah, and also Kimberly chooses a cow based on This one's making me laugh. I'm not really sure that is the correct way to qualify livestock. Um, The bargaining was interesting. Uh, They wanted $500 for the cow, which seems reasonable. Livestock is expensive. Kimberly says that's an entire paycheck for her. And she didn't really, she says, so so can we just pause on that? $500. Let's say she's paid every two weeks. Your income is only $12,000 a year and you're flying to Africa with PS5s and MacBooks for Usman. I thought it feels about like this. a little bit of feels like a stretch. No, I think that she's making $500 a week take home every week and she gets paid weekly. And I believe that she probably has her veterans pay as well because she's a vet. Even, even still. <laughs> yeah. But, um, and she lives with her mother and her mother's probably getting social security. So, you know, all that together. Uh, I, they, they do bargain it down to, because the first price is 200,000 in local currency, which he translates to $500. Then do they bargain it down to $185 or 185,000 of local currency? This was confusing to me. I'm almost sure he got him down to 180,000. Damn. Which means he got, he negotiated 50 bucks off. Oh, okay. So you're, yeah, yeah. I, that, plus, don't they say 180 and he says, we'll give you 185. He's like, (laughs) he like bargained back up. I was like, us men, you're doing a terrible job. It's pretty funny. Um, They're going to deliver the cow tomorrow to mom's house. Great. I wonder if the delivery fee was included or if that's a normal, like, is that the normal process or are they doing that specifically for TV? I was very Uh, upset that they weren't transporting the cow in the back of the van. Right. A la la Barney. It's frustrating. It's so like, this is, 
This is one of the only times, it might be the only time, where we've had a cast member fired, but ancillary characters continue on and the spouse continues on. It's very strange as someone that's now watched this entire fucking show. It's really weird to not have flashbacks of BGL, isn't it? It it's is so weird. Odd. Yeah, because they don't even speak of her or mention no, her. But they say like, ex, it, he says ex my ex-wife once in a while, but that's it. And mom mentioned an older white lady that he married before, but yeah, that's it. And I would have loved to get a flashback of Barney riding shotgun in that Uber because we all know that Go Uber is like my favorite scene in history. I Oh, so good. I know the goat was in the back. I just mistook the goat for BGL. It's a common occurrence. It's got to be. Um, but One I, of the best moments the on the podcast ever, for sure. <laughs> um, so the next scene we have with them is Usman and Kimberly getting dressed, like going to see the mom. And in her first, first mention of Kimberly and the ITMs, her boobs are out. That shirt actually looks really good on her. She should wear that more. I thought it was a good look. And she says, aside from fighting in Desert Storm, this is the most nerve-wracking experience I've ever had. Wow. Big statement. Yeah. A war or going to meet Usman's mother. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Pretty great. This is the most nerve-wracked she's ever been. It's a fascinating thing to say, considering that she is a convicted felon. And also, uh, she was married to a murderer in prison. Just interesting that this is the thing that's freaked you out the most since the war. Yeah, you know. Uh, so what did you, what did you think? <laughs> this meeting of the mother, it was great. One of the, I think, maybe my all-time favorite scenes. Definitely a top five scene of HEA ever. A great stuff. Um, it was a whole-ass council. Oh at my this, god! At this house, first it, sister, it, first brother, another. They were like, look, there were a lot of people there who we didn't even get to identify who they were. <laughs> the faces was, too. I'm personal. trying to equate this scene to something that happened in House of the Dragon. <laughs> like me not Rhaenyra, accept this was Rhaenyra ba- bringing Damon home to dinner when she's like 14 <laughs> god so dark mom is not impressed um I love that there's just a dude with sunglasses on in, oh indoors. yeah loved it yeah N- never you know, no mention of who he actually is <laughs> I, I don't nope we don't know it's just mom's bodyguard we 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 have seen Usman's mom before, but she was sitting outside, and they kind of sat on the ground. Um, if I remember, I mean, this was a two to three years ago, so goldfish brain. But they brought the goat out outside. Um, it was there was not a council. I don't know if mom's moved up in life or if they recorded in a different location, but mom seems to be doing pretty well. She had a nice house. It looks nice, nice. outside. I- nice neighborhood. I tend to think that the whole family was there to ensure that mom stuck to her guns and yes. was not, did not have a, a soft spot uh, get created by Kimbali as BGL somehow managed to do that. That I can, I can, well, I can't forgive it because it's fucking BGL, but there's, there's um, a 1%, I think, bit of understanding because this had never happened before. It's the exact same fucking plot in yeah. every conceivable way, except Kim Kimbali is marginally better than than BGL. But that's it. This is exactly the same. And yeah. they have to have, especially Farouk, uh, his older brother that seems to hate Usman around so much. to make fucking sure that this is this the kibosh is put on this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it this scene is significantly better than the BGL scene because mom acquiesced so quickly. Oh, it was whiplash. It was crazy. BG, it was like really disappointing. And also just because there were just more more ancillary characters, always better. It's always better. So 
I just really enjoyed this. I mean, going around the room and like the close-ups on first sister's face and mom's face and the brother's face, it's hilarious. There are a couple of dudes that look like they're trying not to crack up. Oh, absolutely. So absurd. I also wonder if mom got a lot of promises behind the scenes from Usman with BGL. Like, hey, mom, you know, like, she's going to take me to America. I'm going to be able to send you all this money. This is part of the plan. Just like, let me, you know, r- go through with this. And she's like, fine, whatever. Um, but she's like, fool me once. You're not going to fool what's me gonna again. Hap- I bet what's going to happen, based on the preview, I suspect that mom is going to say, listen, you can marry Kimberly. I don't care. But you can't marry her as your first wife. You have to have your first wife as a local who's going to give you babies. And then you can marry her for money or whatever the fuck you want. Yeah. Um. And Kimberly, really, me, me no, accept this. I was really annoyed with Kimberly's outfit. Like, why is the clock? Like, she had a head covering, but it wasn't like covering her fucking hair. <laughs> and it really annoyed me. And then it fell off almost immediately when she entered and she had to pull it back up. And I'm like, well, this kind of like you just defeated the purpose of this. Like, <laughs> get it tight. Like, get it on there. Come on. I don't think hard. she fully grasps the actual purpose of it. Um, no, I don't either. But, clearly. Yeah. Um, okay. Usman plead your case. She fell in love with me for a very long time, but now we both love each other. Kinda. That's your case. <laughs> That's How it? is that pleading your case? <laughs> That's it. <laughs> That's the whole case. Well, he married a white woman before, but she couldn't produce a child. Well, mom, I don't think this one is in the childbearing age range either. Um, well, you you know, when I really fell in love with her is when she sit on me on my stomach and broke my stomach. <laughs> Mom doesn't know that's happening, Kyle. That is against the rules. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> the older brother's assessment is she's not your age. She's not from your country. She doesn't speak your language. I don't know why us men like this type of woman. <laughs> Money. I don't know why there, like the older done. brothers saying that is so fucking funny. And just, yeah, I love, like I got some great screenshots of mom. Just like, she's just too old. Like, look, I get this. What does she say? She's like, remove this woman from my sight. It's so may, funny. May God, may God take that woman away from us. Yes. <laughs> the best part is that they deliver the bull mid council yes, meeting yes. and Farouk is like mom they're clearly just trying to bribe you and everyone's like yeah yeah totally <laughs> it didn't work at all bribe. they threw they threw $450 in the trash yeah D- I, mom's gonna accept that cow oh hell sure. yeah she but sure is she's not falling for this bullshit it's, which is hilarious it's just it's funny because on the last season that they did this. I very distinctly remember Usman making a big deal to BGL. Like this is a traditional thing. You know, usually your father would buy it as a gift and blah, blah, blah. He kind of made it out to be like, this is part of the process of getting engaged. Like overall, right. If if you're mm-hmm. Hausa, this is what you do. And it's almost like a dowry or, you know, bride price, bride price, bride price type thing but there this time it they just couched it as it's just a straight up gift like here you go here's a cow there was no mother we bring you we bring you this gift as a token of our hope that you'll accept this marriage nope nope it was like (laughs) they just just show up doorbell cow here and kim yeah 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 i got that for you all right well get the fuck out (laughs) that's kind of it I mean, uh, then Usman tries to plead again with she's a good person. Th- this isn't working. Nobody cares about the cow. Nobody cares that she was in love with you for a long time, that she's a good person. This is the highest form of bribery. Oh, my God. I'm fucking dead. It was so great. Um, they see right through this. And Kimberly, Kimberly, can I say something? Can I say something? No. Keep your fucking mouth shut. It's gonna. It's just gonna be worse. Sorry, so I just had a beer hiccup. It's gonna be worse. Oh, I'm that, afraid sound, I, that the, sounded bad. I'm sure. Oh, sorry. 
That's okay. The uh, <laughs> the mom says something also really funny about Usman. She's afraid that Usman, being a young man, he just can't understand all of the issues that marrying Kimberly is going to bring. And he's she's worried that he won't find a house of girl while she's still alive. I'm like, he's 33. He's not that young. No. Like, no. he's old enough to know, you know, it's not like he's 22 or something. And what's the uh, problem? Yeah. He's international superstar, soldier boy. Most famous person in his region. Most famous. His yeah. DM, his DM inbox is full of titties. There's yes. no issue. No, no issue no at problems. all. No. He should never bring another white woman. Pretty definitive. Mom is over this shit. She doesn't want. Well, she's going to keep the cow. And Kimberly is out. Um, yeah. I just, I don't know where we go from here. I think she's going to say, yeah, you can marry her, but as long as she can only be second or third wife. And Kimbali is going to freak out about it and then eventually accept it. I mean, this is a major spoiler, so skip ahead a minute if you don't want to hear. I'm really confused how he ends up in the U.S. then, because they have been spotted filming in San Diego. So do yeah. they just defy his mom? I'll if submit. He mar- I, I have a hard time believing that he's already found the house uh, housewife, you know? They yeah. duty the housewife. I, I, I feel mm-hmm. like they haven't found that person by the time he gets to San Diego. Yeah, because it was a while ago when he was spotted. So I don't know. I'm just... This could get complicated. <laughs> All right, let's let's move on. Um, Libby and Andre. Uh, Andre got mad at his tie and threw it. That was funny. That tie and is so short. Uh, it looks it was terrible. Really funny. I mean, you could tell so like, probably like just nobody has ties anymore, unless you're like a banker or you work in. I we don't had know. This, we had Some this whole conversation thing. about how nobody wears suits anymore. And then people came up with like 800 totally valid examples. So <laughs> let's just not go oh, with the right. people don't wear ties argument again, Kim. We're, we're accused <laughs> of being in our bubble and it's, it's very true. Uh, we are. It's, it's very clear. Very, very true. Uh, not going to dispute um, I mean, it. And most people have I've been in their bubble never... since 2020. It's yeah. I've never, I never see anybody in a tie on a daily basis for maybe months at a time. I see no people in ties. Yeah. Many, many months. Um, I know it's more casual out here though. Uh, so I know the snitching storyline is all fake, but I really do believe that these two are ride or die enough that Libby would fucking move to Moldova. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, she, she would be. I think she'd be very upset about it. It would be stressful and and awful for her. And I don't think she has any illusions about Moldova being a place of opportunity, really, for either of them. Frankly, how but, would they even live? Because they like they love the luxury lifestyle or kind of this fake luxury life. And I just don't know how they would achieve that. They want yeah. You, well, I, you you don't want to there. You you can't yeah. live an ostentatious lifestyle in Moldova from it seems like or you just wouldn't have any friends because people would look at you like Ugh, those are those two they would just say they would just assume that Andre is that those two fucking Americans you know that's my assumption yeah. at least I, I don't think that you want to stand out there because then you're just a target of police corruption and Andre being a former cop and being on TV for so long, it's it would be it would be a shit show. But we know it doesn't end up happening anyway. So the point's moot. That's why yeah, I feel like true. this whole thing is just this whole thing just it just stinks. The the after scene. It just I don't know. I like Andre is such a dick, but we've seen him be a dick so often. I wouldn't put it past him that he's acting. You know. I don't know. It seems. Pr- I feel like he's never in on it. <laughs> he's just, <laughs> he's just well, they're like not going to be. They're not idiot. They can't manipulate a USCIS officer to play along for the show, though. You know. No, no. And but I mean, I wonder how much. Like maybe they went in there well, first. Well, sorry, 
we're skipping ahead. What about the practice questions? What did they ask us how many times a week we have sex? They're not going to ask you that. It's just they're not. spoiler. They're not. They're not, they're not going to inquire about doing that cowgirl. Yeah. They're just, they're just not. It depends on how many puzzles are nearby, you know? I mean, that right. that's what determines the amount of sex. Um, the, what What's your favorite color? I just, I literally couldn't tell you what my husband's favorite color is. It's never a conversation that we have or find necessary. So I just couldn't tell you. Um, I don't even know what my own favorite color is. They're just, they're making such a big deal about the immigration interview and how like everything we've built here can be gone in a second. And then Andre gets mad that he's laughing at Libby's fart joke. <laughs> you know that I'm nervous because I'm laughing at your idiot jokes. Ah! You're so fucking unfunny and goddamn fucking. Oh, it's just annoying. Yeah. Um, I just every I every laughed. other word every other word was bleeped on on I both know. of these scenes. I I thought it was hilarious when Andre lost his shit over the tie and she's like trying to wiggle. What did he, what was it? It was like wiggle and, and scoot it up. And he's like, wiggle and what? No. And he just throws it. Wiggle. Not, wiggle. Not wiggle right now. Wiggle. <laughs> so. Um, bullshit. <laughs> Do you think they really got grilled in this interview as they say? It's just hard. I, I it's hard to believe. Yeah. I and and but look, we what we have heard is that it really does depend on the officer you get. But I just they have a fucking kid. That's yeah. not <laughs> the the child is like almost three years old. Yeah, it's just it's stupid. And you would. Yeah. You would think that even if let's say that they believe the relationship was formed on false pretenses. You're still separating a father from his child. Like you're still breaking up a family. Doesn't that count for something? But it's it would it's so easy. It it just feels like it's absolutely trivial to prove that they live together and co-parent. Yeah. And what else do you We've want? We've seen it for 7 seasons. Like all they have to do is roll the tape. They both work fucking yeah. driving Mercedes and big trucks around. They own a home together. How, well, what else do you need? Yeah. Oh, well, uh, does he mean when we started dating or when we got married? Like, really? Is, is it really that hard of a question to accept some nuance about if you're the officer? I just don't buy yeah. that they made that big of a deal about it. I know, like we met online in October and we met for the first time in November. Like, it's not that, I don't see that as answering incorrectly. Also, but, like, I mean, my I've wife, never my, been in one of these interviews, so. My, my wife relies on me for all date related things, believe oh, it or not. same. Yeah, I can't remember shit. I, no, she doesn't yeah. remember, she doesn't remember the year that we met. She doesn't remember the first day we met or our anniversary half the time. Nope. She asked me, well, what's our anniversary? That this is the way that it works. And I, I'm also the person that takes all the pictures. So basically, I retain all memories of our marriage <laughs> at any given time. <laughs> oh my god that's great you should you know make that annual photo album so that no i literally am stuff. i've sometimes force her to i force sit her down to look at a google photo album or something once in a while <laughs> so i mean his per they say his permanent andre's permanent green card did not get approved they didn't say yes they didn't say no and i'm thinking it's probably not a thing that they say yes or no in this meeting. It's probably comes later. Like, I in mean, the I, mail I, I or suppose something. he could have worn shorts and then demanded a green card printed right there. You know, <laughs> at the trucking. Interview. Yeah. Like at the oh truck interview. In Hello. Yeah. My name, Andre, give green card now or I take shit on desk. Then, you know, maybe they would say no. <laughs> oh, God. Um, <laughs> It's not yeah, hard I, to call 1-800-IMMIGRATION or whatever. 
<laughs> do you th- do you think that Libby literally like I could see her nervous giggling in this interview and Andre's pissed about it. He is right. like you giggled during when you like gave an incorrect answer. He's so mad. <laughs> I don't know. It does. It does seem up. it does seem on its face absurd. I understand if this is real. I totally understand Libby just being like, are you fucking serious right now? And just kind of laughing because it's such a bizarre, banal and odd question to ask someone. But on the other hand, it it is apparently important if this was real. So I don't know. It's it's dumb. And then Andre gets super pissed. He's even talking about how Moldova is better because Libby's family is not there. He's just he's just throwing out abuse left and right and just being such a fucking asshole in the scene yeah uh don't whimper don't whimper is the last stop crying yeah (laughs) is the last thing that we hear from him um anyway so that's it like what what is with men yelling at women that they're in a relationship with to stop crying stop crying no what is that is is it like are these guys seeing it as a personal failing that their woman is is crying or something? I'm I, not I sure, know. but it, it doesn't work. I could tell you it has the opposite well, effect. Yeah. Ill-advised if somebody told you to yell at a woman to stop crying uh, or anyone, not just women, really any human. Uh, don't do it. It's not very nice. It's, it's, it's just, weird. Can't you see that your own shitty behavior is being reflected back at you and adjust from there? It's stupid. You would think so. Um, Let's move on to Jovi and Yara, I guess. Uh, They go to, I mean, basically, basically the only thing that happened is uh, Yara goes to the word art store with Gwen this place yeah. is, here's here's two choices word art one and word art two this one's 3d uh thanks great <laughs> i guess they had to go somewhere and this is probably halfway between their two houses i still say that these two just need to move closer to mama gwen they don't go yeah. anywhere or do anything and wherever the fuck they live anyway they're not living in downtown new orleans so just go towards Gwen's house. And so you can hang out with her more because Yara seems so bummed that they don't hang out. But like, it just seems like it's a distance thing. How can you drive, you know, two hours there and two hours back every day? Totally. Or go stay with Gwen. I'm sure Gwen would love to have you for like a long weekend or really any weekend. But I guess Yara doesn't drive. That might be a big problem too. That word art is laser cut CNC plywood. And I bet you they were charging $250 to make you paint your own word art. Yeah, sure. It's experience, Kyle. Well, Uh, the core, the core argument here is Gwen has a visceral reaction to Yara and more specifically, probably Mila traveling to Europe. And, Yara thinks, yeah, Czech Republic's very, it's just like, I get, look, I mean, we have the benefit of hindsight. I understand being nervous about it, but I think even then, I mean, the Czech Republic is an entire country away from Ukraine. Yeah. You're more likely to get stabbed and robbed in the streets of New Orleans than something geopolitically happening in Czech Republic. It's true. Yeah. And, um, but you know, I also feel like Gwen probably just doesn't have the best sense of geography of like where Czech Republic is in relation to Ukraine. Probably. Obviously, because when she says like, maybe the bomb will miss and like hit Czech Republic, I'm like, wow, that would be, that's i mean i think i world war three right i think i said that last i think i said that last week if if like a missile hit the hague or something we have so many worse things to worry about at that point exactly yeah um but 
Uh, yeah, so I don't like really fault Gwen that that much. She's just worried about Mila. Um, also felt a little bit staged, but she immediately apologizes when Yara says, "Well, her other grandma needs to meet Mila too." She's like, right. "Oh yeah, duh, like of course." You know, she's just thinking about Mila's safety. This is kind of a big nothing burger, you know. I mean, it's they're doing crafts, they're talking. Craft is fun. I just really don't like to work so much, but it's fun. <laughs> this is definitely Gwen's idea of production. Who knows? But they, the real drama that they're trying to concoct here is that they make it sound like Yara wants to move back to Europe, to live there permanently. In and the we've preview. Heard her, yeah, we've heard her talk about this beforehand as well, that she's like, well, Joby's at, when Joby's at work, what does it matter where I am for three weeks at a time? And he could just come back to Europe instead of going back to New Orleans. What what's the difference? And it she does kind of have a good point. Um, especially if she, if Gwen's not really around and they're not really hanging out with Gwen, like what is the point of her being there? She'd prefer to be around her friends and family. I'm kind of with her on that. I don't know. Most of the work that Jovi does is in Central and South America. That's true. And you would be tripling or quadrupling the flight, you know, hours for Jovi. Yeah. And also his company probably wouldn't pay for it. They also might not even be able to employ him if he's living in Europe. We just, I think it's more complicated than that. Yeah. I'm sure we're not going to hear any of those arguments. And it's just going to be like, I like New Orleans coming yeah. from Jovi. But I mean, the, the guy clearly loves New Orleans. He grew he up there. He has a huge connection to it. All his friends and family are there. So I could see both sides of it. Ultimately, to me, Yara's the one that decided to marry Joby, move to America, and had a baby immediately. I think you have to stay there as your kind of home base. It doesn't mean she can't go there 10 times a year. They have the money to do it. But That's, to ask yeah. Jovi to move there, I think, is dumb. Not dumb. I mean, I get it from her perspective, but it's just, I don't think it's the smart thing for either of them really in the, in the long term. I feel like she's going to get back to Czech Republic. And once she kind of scratches that itch, it's going to be uh, that nostalgia is kind of going to be gone. And I, I don't know. I, I feel like this she'll kind of lose that desire. Once this is going to be the exact mom. same. It's going to be a carbon copy of the Rebecca Zied plot. I was going to say, although they went back recently and stayed for three or four months. And that's fine, too. Do that. Sure. I mean, he he takes three or four. You you can't retain a job and go back to Tunisia once a year. Jovi Jovi can. Because he they could spend a lot of time. I mean, if he's only working two, if he's doing two months on two months off. okay, so every third two months off you spend in. Europe. That sounds yes. awesome. Yeah, but that's three weeks. That's not four months. Like, I don't know. I just that as yet I see him ending up back in Tunisia. I just don't think he likes it here. Just totally fair. What's but. to like based on where they live and what shitty jobs he can do here? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure we'll see him again on diaries and we'll get the update. Oh, yeah. Uh, Endless. Looking forward to it. Hi, I'm Chris Gethard, and I'm very excited to tell you about Beautiful Anonymous, a podcast where I talk to random people on the phone. I tweet out a phone number, thousands of people try to call, I talk to one of them, they stay anonymous, I can't hang up, that's all the rules. I never know what's going to happen. We get serious ones. I've talked with meth dealers on their way to prison. I've talked to people who survived mass shootings. Crazy funny ones. I talked to a guy with a goose laugh, somebody who dresses up as a pirate on the weekends. I never know what's going to happen. It's a great show. Subscribe today, Beautiful Anonymous. Let's finish with the fun people. Jenny and Summit. Did you ever think that would be something we'd say? Clean the house. Clean the house. <laughs> oh, these two. Um, okay. So, Why would they go directly from Rishikesh to the fucking appliance store? They, I don't they know. Make Clearly it nothing like, happened in between. It's, <laughs> they make it seem like they didn't even go home and unpack and take a shower. They just they show did. up. They went, they went home and unpacked and they broke the stomach. I mean, that's, you know, they were practicing. Oh, I no, I, I, I thought that that happened the night, the same night of Kama Sutra yoga. 
But, like oh, they got home right. from they the were class. Yeah. And then she cowgirled the shit out of him and <laughs> then, literally you know, <laughs> literally yeah. broke broke his stomach diarrhea. and then he had terrible diarrhea. 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 So sorry. I don't wait. I don't know how to turn it off. Oh god. <laughs> Sorry. Seriously? That was like that was like muting you last week. Oh. <laughs> Getting used to the the new uh tools here. <laughs> oh my god. So we have been in Rishikesh for like 5 episodes. I yeah, yeah, it feels like it. I'm still obsessed with Rishikesh. I mean, we could film the whole season there as far as I'm concerned, but this just means like we're get, we're on season or we're on season. We're on episode 8. I mean, what are they going to do? For five Indian parents drama. They've they've made it uh, 30 episodes of Samit's mom drama. They can they can pull out another five or six. Do you think did they really call a doctor? Because it sounds like they called like a like an (laughs) acupuncturist, you know, somebody that like massaged the navel to the appropriate spot. Right. I was reading the yoga guy. You know, I was reading about this navel displacement thing. And as I said at the beginning, it's bullshit. And it's it's kind of something that is broadly diagnosed when they don't know what the fuck's going on. And they give you sesame oil or some shit. I don't know. <laughs> Mustard seed. Oil. Yeah. yeah. Um. So, yeah, I ugh, learned something I've new never, every day. I've never been I've never been fucked into having diarrhea. <laughs> Maybe. No, it's impressive. Good. I good need to job, go to Kamas- I need to go to Kama Sutra Yoga with my wife. Clearly, for sure. Yeah. Um, I let's see. So, <laughs> I'm not calling you fat, Jenny. I'm calling myself skinny. Apparently, you have to weigh uh, people before you practice Kama Sutra Yoga. Good so, save, I guess, dude. Uh, I, don't I don't know. Think so I don't think <laughs> no. that's a save. She doesn't seem that, she doesn't seem that offended by any of the horrible, horrible things that he says. This is true. He doesn't. Yeah. Um, submit. You know, j- while they're at this appliance store, they're actually. It seems like they're not even shopping for a vacuum. They're shocking. They're shopping for a. A hutch, so their counter isn't covered in random shit. Why is their kitchen counter covered? Where does she chop things? Where does she? It is incredible. I, I, I can't really explain it. I also can't explain why it appears that they're buying a lockable file cabinet to put in their <laughs> kitchen. That's what it looks like. Like every drawer has a lock and key. It's so stupid. I was like, just put up some shelves, man. It's not that hard. No, come on. It just doesn't see. Anyway, I thought they were going to buy like a hutch, which makes sense. And they have some shelves and can put things away. Looks clean. Um, But Samit lets Jenny know, you know, he's got to stop by his parents' house to check on them. He needs to make sure they're not going to, you know, cut ties with him. I'm like, Samit, you are living in an alternate universe. They cut ties with you. They just owned you. What are you doing here? But maybe he can win them back if he doesn't talk to them for a long time or something. He seems to think that he's the one giving them the silent treatment, which is delusional. It really is. Like, it really is. Um, I don't even know what to say about it. He, He claims, he says verbatim, they cannot live without me, and I cannot live without them. Like, <laughs> Jenny, this is never going to stop. Like, no. this is, I, like, I, I just. He, he's, he's emotionally dependent on them, and I'm not sure they are on him. I think that mom will cry and cry and cry for sure, but she, her pride is... Uh, her pride is a thousand times deeper than Summit. Clearly, Summit's pride went out the window as soon as he <laughs> catfished Jenny as Michael Jones oh all those God. years ago. But I mean, his mother is insanely stubborn. Oh um, my gosh! Yeah. At least by American standards, she might be completely normal by um, Indian standards. But 
Do you remember? I mean, a couple episodes ago, we literally had a flashback of her saying, yeah, you can get married. I don't care. And then she on camera said, no, I will never allow it ever. And so then tried to point out, you said it was cool. And she just denied it. So this is this is a person that has an agenda that is not unwavering. He (laughs) Summit says that the day the Kyle when Summit stops trying with his parents, his parents might end up hating him and Jenny. They might hate Jenny. I'm like, dude. They've hated Jenny for 10 years. I don't think that that's changed. And the fact that you don't realize it is like incredible. It's just, but I think I I, I can't, I I think that he's right about how they'll feel about him though, because I think this is all, I think that to some degree, this is kind of a game of chicken. Um, it's one of those things where like a girl breaks up with you and then is mad when you don't call her. It's just like, it's like game playing. You know what I mean? Yes, I agree. I would agree. I I do think that they, mom, even if she doesn't admit it, will love the fact that he's trying to get her back. Oh, yeah. If if nothing uh, else, it'll make her feel like butterflies, like, haha, like I won, you know? It doesn't mean she's going to take him back. But if he didn't call... That would be yet she will another, hate him forever. another dagger in the back, right? Yeah. Jenny still thinks that she cleans the house very nicely. <laughs> and I d- submit's like, really? And I was like, really? <sighs> yeah. Yeah. She, um, you know. Yeah. They do need a housewife. I mean, it, this is. I don't. That house has never once appeared even remotely by any international standard to be clean in any way. No. And I mean, Summit explains whether the woman works or doesn't work. She's still in charge of chai, lunch and laundry. So make chai, cook breakfast, clean the house <laughs> and do the laundry. And the women's do all, all that kind of stuff. Except his mom had a maid. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was great jenny just wants a vacuum cleaner but submits like dude only people with carpets use that and the broom it gets you some exercise man we need you (laughs) keep you fit we can't do cowgirl again until you lose some weight we need to sweep more you need to get some exercise by sweeping the house i mean i do agree it is good exercise but like real so is vacuuming Vacuum is heavier than a broom and is probably more effective. Um, but, you know, I don't know. On those tile floors, you kind of need to sweep and then you got to mop anyway. So it's all kind of the same. Takes about the same amount of time. Um, Jenny needs I, it, well, to upgrade her skill and learn about Indian housekeeping. We've already been through this. It's not going to happen. It was this one is- of the best scenes in HA history. It was a great scene because mom was there shitting on her. Yes. But but having submit detail his expectations of a traditional Indian housewife isn't nearly it's it's still kind of funny because I just kind of don't believe it. Like I don't believe he really cares. If he yeah. if he cared, if he cared, this would have been a blow up drag out fight a year and a half ago. But totally I, I, I only think he cares in so much as it pleases mom to have, you know, submit be in control of his oldie. Of his oldie. <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, Jenny then answers with what every wife would say to their husband if he's like, well, you need to clean it in this specific way. And, you know, I don't want to get the vacuum cleaner because the house will still be dirty. And, you know, you're not going to clean it. My parents aren't going to approve of sweeping that way. Jenny's like, well, you can clean the floor then. I'm like, yeah, you've lost your, you can clean the floor. You've lost your mind. Uh, get the fuck out. Yeah. Like and, what? And, what's keeping him from cleaning the fucking floor? He doesn't and, work. And, he does not work. And also she asks a very valid question. That's actually kind of meta that I found amusing. She kind of just, and for a second, she kind of looks around. Why are we standing here arguing? And <laughs> I felt like that was, a, that was maybe a fourth wall break. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was pretty funny. I, I mean, overall enjoy the scene. Um, it seems like 
I don't, I feel like we got the best Jenny and Summit content already, unless, unless they throw a curveball at us and bring back parents Summit and family Summit. Or we get some job interviews a la Andre and the trucking interview in shorts. I just like, what else do they have? It really does feel like they're trying to set up a parents coming back arc. I, do I don't think it happens. Yeah. Mm. I don't think it's going to happen next episode because they didn't show them in the preview. I think it's going to just be a fake out where, you yeah. know, he shows up and his, his bro is there to, to talk to him. They're going to drag this out for the rest of the entire season. Yeah, they are. I, I mean, as with like most of these storylines, um, I do feel like, you know, a lot of the the drama is happening in the two people that we just don't want to talk about. So we're getting a lot of the kind of the couples that don't have a, a lot of drama, really. Like Joby and Yara, they're a real couple. Um, there's just not there's not a lot of drama there. Even Shida and Bilal, they're I do believe that they're in like a real couple, very committed relationship, despite what we're seeing on screen. And same with Libby and Andre. People say they want real couples, but I don't know that they really do. If we're looking at what keeps getting recast, I don't know that real couples is what what they think they want. Well, the, I mean, clearly the the couples with the most drama on this season of HEA are Kimbali and Usman, which are not a real couple at all. Ed and Liz are not a real couple. They're just totally full of shit. And... Angela and Mackel haven't been a real couple for f- three years. Four years. Has it been four? Three years? I can't even fucking remember. For over yeah, four years since she first appeared in our in our in our shared consciousness. <clears throat> yeah. So I mean, yeah, we. That's it. That's what we've got. Um, that's it. That's the show. <laughs> <laughs> that's the show. That's the show that we watched and are talking about. Um, loved loved all the Usman and Kimberly stuff this week. Really fun. Um, and and Jenny and Summit. Hopefully we'll doing the cowgirl. Yeah, no, nobody's doing any more cowgirl on this show. But hopefully we get some surprises next week. Do you think it's likely? They've gotta have tricks up their sleeve. I'm I'm hoping for it. I feel like Matt Sharp. Doesn't if they're gonna let us down, it's gonna be on HEA. <laughs> but but he's always got something planned. You know, it might not even be until the tell all, but there's gonna be something absolutely insane that happens. There has to be. We have to have a new season by Christmas, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, without a doubt, we're already we're already on episode eight. This there this could is be not eight more be... episodes, Kyle. There could be eight more. Traditionally. HEA is in the 14-ish neighborhood, so we'll, we'll have something before the holidays. I'll take Darcy and Stacy. I mean, anything. <laughs> the, Give it to me. Darcy and Stacy, the stakes are negative a thousand. So <laughs> it's just so stupid and silly to watch. If they can produce content that amuses me during COVID times, during lockdown, I'm confident about what they can do outside of COVID times. Confident. Oh, they don't even look like the same people. So that is a little disturbing and troublesome. But otherwise, I mean, yeah, we're doing the best we can with HEA. It has some great, hilarious morsels. um, Yeah, to give you an idea, season six of HEA was 15 episodes plus two tell-alls. That's so that would mean that would mean we're we're halfway through the season essentially right now. Oh my god, I just can't. Can see. I, I do like a tell-all though. That is breaking it up a bit. A tell-all is is better. But we're gonna have Ed and Angela on this tell-all, Kim. Yeah. It's gonna be, oh God, that's gonna, that's be, gonna hard. be brutal. Yeah. And you know they're gonna he, take up the. They're gonna suck all the fucking air out of the room. That's Cause true. Because jo, Jovi and Yara and Bilal and Shida are gonna be on that tell-all for five minutes, just recycling their storyline for the season. Same with Libby and Andre, and yeah, and same with. I mean, Jenny and Summit aren't, I guess they are together, but they're not in the room. So it makes it harder, you know what I mean, to interview them. And like Kimberly and Usman, if they're, if he's in still in Nigeria and she is in America, otherwise that's going to be a pretty big spoiler if they're in the same room. 
So I don't know. It's going to be dicey. Do you have any other final thoughts? (laughs) (laughs) Trying to stay positive, but yeah, Yeah. my final thoughts are rings of power sucked. And I'd, (laughs) I'd, I'd rather watch HEA. So that's how Aww, I feel. That's a good, I yeah. like that attitude. Yeah. I'm, trying to st- I'm trying to spin it into a positive for the podcast, Kim. I love it. I love it. <laughs> well, thanks for listening. And uh, we will be here next week. We're, we're going to be here covering oh, HEA 100%. season seven. Yes. Thanks <laughs> for listening. To Talk to you guys soon. Diarrhea.